Welcome to Win with Richardson and Richardson. What's important now? Success in business most often comes down to hard work, not by silver bullets and quick fixes. It's knowing where to focus that hard work that's key to winning. Join sales prospecting expert and three-time seven-figure business founder, Carrie Richardson, and managing partner of R&R Consulting and former owner of Doberman Technologies, Ian Richardson, for radical honesty regarding strategic planning, accountability, and execution that will get you the systematic results you're working toward. Let's get into today's episode. Thought leader and your host, Carrie Richardson. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Carrie Richardson, and I am the host of WIN. I'm really excited to introduce you to our guest today. She is one of the EY Entrepreneur of the Year nominees, and she came to the U.S. when she was only 15 years old. She immigrated here from Nicaragua with $200 in her pocket. Now she is a nominee for Entrepreneur of the Year. She is the CEO and founder of Unlimited Recycling, and her name is Maria Marin. Maria, thank you so much for being on WIN today. Thank you so much, Carrie. It's such an honor to to be speaking with you and to have this opportunity to tell my story. So thank you so much. And you did an amazing job pronouncing my name, by the way. (laughs) It sounds so much better when you do it, though. You tell us how it's actually pronounced. It is uh, pronounced Maria Marin. Wonderful. Tell me a little bit about how you, how did you start your business? You're a petite Latina woman and you work in the trash industry. How did that happen? I have a passion for the environment. I think growing up in Nicaragua, I've always knew that I was going to end up doing something great and wonderful. I just didn't know when and where. But I used to work for the Department of Natural Resources, and we maintained and operated all the boating access sites in southeastern Michigan. And we used to receive all the illegal dumping calls from the community. And I just remember we our office was actually next to the Clinton River. So we were able to see all the waste and all the trash that was floating to the river. We would get calls that from the Canada side, companies were dumping liquid hazardous waste into the river, which was, there was nothing we could do. And so I just knew that eventually I was going to do this. And so when I started my business, I actually graduated from the 8A program through the Small Business Administration. But during their nine-year program, the U.S. Army had a contract that basically included recycling and trash. So they asked me if I wanted to manage this contract. I didn't know anything about trash. And I remember thinking, how am I going to do this? What am I going to do? I have, I don't know anything about trucks, but I learned the business actually in three months. I started looking at roll-off trucks. I started doing my homework on what kind of containers I needed, which in the state of Michigan, you've got to have top style. Otherwise, the ice gets stuck in the corners and you can't get the trash out. So I just started really doing my due diligence and my homework. And actually, once I got into the business, I realized how I went from recycling to trash and how I wanted to recycle the trash that was going in the containers. And so that's when I developed Lead Disposal Management, which stands for Leading Energy Efficient Design. 
that buildings can construct. Um, the construction is basically all energy efficient, and then all the material that's generated during the construction is recycled. So it really, that's how I got in the business. It was just by coincidence. I know that the, as I call them, the big boys, when they found out there's this Latina woman, they always had the, their eyes on me, wanted to see when is she going to fall? They were watching me, but now I can honestly say that they either like me and respect me or they're afraid of me <laughs> because <laughs> I have a, I have two rules. Don't mess with my family. Don't mess with my business. And I'm not afraid to stand up to anything or anyone to do the right thing. Because at the end of the day, we're here to help the environment, number one, to help our customers and our company grow. And in the green room, we were talking a little bit and you mentioned that you started your business or you won a big contract the day that you found out that you were going to have your son. Actually, the uh, the reason why I got into this business, really, like I said, going back to the DNR, I remember I was told not to eat fish from the Great Lakes because of the mercury. And at the time, actually, it was my son is now 34 years old, and that's how long ago I first received this information. But honestly, um, the opportunity came with the U.S. Army, and that's how my business really scaled. A lot of people say, why did it take you so long, 22 years, to get to where you are? And it's because for, from 2000, from 1999 until 2007, I was a homestay mom working out of my home, raising my family and working. And I was making a very good living. And it wasn't until 2008 that I really got my big break with the U.S. Army. And I was able to scale the business to what it is today. And how did you name your company? How did you choose the name? I remember when I used to work for other companies, which I'm very thankful for all the jobs that I've had because I've learned so much, but I always felt restricted, like I had wings and I wanted to fly and I had ideas and the boss would say, no, you can't do that. I remember one time I worked for a John Deere dealership and I asked the guy, can I drive the truck to Lansing for a meeting? He said, no, because you don't know how to drive a five stick. I'm like, what do you mean? I know how to drive a truck. He's no, no, you don't. Yes, I do. So I always felt like I was working in a men's world and I could never get ahead and I had wings and I wanted to fly. So one day I'm sitting there as I'm thinking about starting my company and I said, I'm unlimited. That's who I am. I'm going to name it Unlimited Recycling. And to this day, I'm still in love with this name. It is such an amazing name. Actually, I got the trademark for Unlimited Recycling. And so that's how I started that. That's how I named the company Unlimited Recycling. I've I enjoyed talking to you about that so much in the green room, and I'm glad you were happy to share that story with us. Tell me about how you were nominated for the EY Entrepreneur of the Year Award. I had an opportunity to speak with Clarence. He's the attorney for the Michigan minority. And we had some conversations back and forth. And honestly, I don't think he had ever heard of me before. And during conversations, he started to learn about all the wonderful things that our company's doing, including the fact that we are doing the lead disposal management for the construction project for the U.S. Port of Entry, the Gordie Howey Bridge U.S. Port of Entry, which is the largest project in North America and the most sophisticated port of entry in the world 
when it's, once it's complete. And he found out all the things that I've been doing locally and helping the community with recycling and waste disposal management. And so he nominated me. And honestly, before that, I had never heard of EY. And I was actually shocked that I was nominated. And I was actually landing from New Jersey, from flying from Poland, actually from Norway. When my son Max, my he's my oldest, my VP said, Marie, "Mom, did you hear? Did you get the email? You got nominated." So that's how I ended up being nominated. Actually, part of this amazing program, and it's such an honor. I'm very humbled that I am. I was nominated when there's so many other beautiful, amazing companies out there. So it is such an honor, and I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, we talked a little bit about how many women and how many minorities have been nominated this year and how impressive those numbers are. And it, I think it's just going to keep growing. Absolutely. And when I, I'm so used to walking into uh, businesses and I think the women, especially in the sustainability world, environmental health and safety, there's a lot of women that are really joining this business. And I think it's amazing. So when I walked in there, and I see men, I'm used to that. I'm used to walking into a men's room all the time. And I feel very comfortable. I'm just one of the guys lots of times. But when I saw the photo and I started looking, oh, my God, there's nine women or so. and But they're mostly men, which is okay. But it should be up and down. And I'm thinking, I wonder if there will ever be a time where you're going to see mostly women and a few men. Or equal. So, yeah, very excited to see that and be a part of that, actually. Um, tell me a little bit about the biggest opportunity in your business right now. The biggest opportunity is because of COVID, obviously, we all went through that. So many facilities have shut down or a lot of companies went out of business. But then so many have actually come back to work and they're starting to see the need for recycling and being sustainable and the automotive industry they're actually the tier ones are required to report their sustainability goals and so as they're coming back they're starting to see that we do have an, a global warming problem we have deforestation and we need to be responsible and we need to be sustainable so the growth that i see is Right now, we can't even keep up with the walkthroughs that we're doing on all these automotive plants because they all want to recycle. And they're like, they're usually calling us saying, when can you start? So it, we're just going to grow. In the next five to 10 years, I see ourselves quadrupling our sales just because of the awareness that's out there and the desire for companies that want to be sustainable, that want to recycle. And the most beautiful thing about it is we not just help them be sustainable, but we can actually save them money by recycling, by diverting those materials from going to the landfill and to be reused and recycled. They're actually either getting paid for the material or they're paying less to have that material go into a recycling facility. You don't quadruple your revenue without a few challenges along the way. So tell me what you believe are going to be your biggest challenges as you work towards that goal. I think one of the challenges is really implementing those programs. And the challenge is really changing the mindset of the employees because they're so used to throwing everything in the trash and they see everything as trash. Although 
there's a few that are recycling their cardboard and their pallets and their metal and some of the universal waste like electronic equipment or fluorescent lamps. But a lot of companies, like even their paper, they throw their paper in the trash. So it's just teaching the employees, incentivizing the employees. And and, and so part of what we do is not just implement the program and haul the material, but we actually educate them on how to properly dispose of the waste at the time of generation. So I think that's going to be a, it's really the challenge for the customer. We just, it just takes time for us to, so everybody can be on board. But I think that's really the end. We are going to hire, which I'm excited to give more opportunities to, to others that can come work for our company. And so we're, we're ready for that. To me, it's not a, anything that I have to do is not a challenge. It's just, it just has to get done. And you do it one step at a time and not worry about it. Yes, not worry about it. (laughs) My favorite part of our green room interview was your answer to the question, what keeps you up at night? What keeps you up at night? Nothing keeps me up at night. Nothing. Because I, throughout the day, I, I tackle what I need to tackle. I resolve. I work hard. But when I'm done. It's time for my family. It's time for me to take care of me physically, emotionally, in every way. And my creative juices do go. But I think of solutions, not problems. Because when we get when we think of a problem, that's exactly what we think. It's a problem. But there's a solution to every issue. So I don't call it a problem. I call it we have an issue. And so I leave that to rest until the next day. And I think that we never know if we're going to get up tomorrow. So every night that I go to sleep, I feel happy that I did my best and I'm just going to rest. Now it's time to rest. There's a time and a place for everything. And I think entrepreneurs need to really take time for themselves and their family and really have that balance. We all need a balance in our lives and we can't be taking our work home. And I tell my employees the same thing. Come in, be happy, and go home to your families. You're here to work, do your best, but when you leave, go enjoy yourself. And in our employees, a lot of times we communicate sometimes after work, but we try not to because I think it's very important for us to rest the mind. We all need our sleep. I need people to come and be on their toes and be strong. So if I don't practice that, how can I teach it? How can I expect my employees to do the same? So that's just my mindset. Always been this way in even at my age. I'm very young. Will always be this way. Never going to change because I think life's too short to worry. I, I think worry to me is a waste of energy. So if I can't resolve that issue right now, I'll just leave it there until the next day. An amazing skill set. And if you were going to give a TED talk on that topic, I would absolutely come and learn from you. Thank <laughs> you. I that haven't is, mastered it yet. I, that is my goal. Okay. That's one of my goals is to do that. Ah, put Check. it out there to the universe because you I already did. said if you yes. put it out to the universe, will bring it back to you. It does. Yes. I wanted to take my company national when I did my video and we went national within actually three years. And we're going to go global and I know it's going to happen. So yes, when we say it and we really believe it, 
it really happens. And I really am a strong believer of that. Tell us about the video. You you didn't mention it previously, so people will wonder what you're talking about. I was one of the, you asked about important things that I have helped my company scale. I participated in a program at Stanford University called LBAN, Latino Action Business Network. And basically is to help Latino-owned businesses throughout the United States to be, to be, to scale their business. And so I, I graduated from cohort three, and since then I became a mentor. So we're up to cohort 15. And I, one of the things that we had to do was a video. So I actually hired the couple from Venezuela that was actually working for Stanford at the time doing the audio and the video. I flew them to Detroit. We did the video and we want first place. So that video actually, at the time, I remember thinking, oh my God, how can I spend so much money on this video? But it was worth every penny. It's amazing how many opportunities have come my way because people see this video and it's a beautiful video. Even to this day, I see it and it brings tears to my eyes because I think, wow, how amazing to come from Nicaragua because of the war. And then I'm here in this space and I'm able to shine. And so it's, it's a blessing. So yeah, how this video, I recommend everyone to tell your story through a video. And because we all have a story to tell, everybody has a story. It sounds like your story will be carried on for a few generations. Tell me about your legacy. My legacy are my two sons. Like I said, I my first son, I the Mercury, don't eat fish from the Great Lakes. I remember that. Planted that seed for me to start my company. And the day I incorporated Unlimited Recycling, I actually got the facts from the state of Michigan that I was incorporated. My son... Max, my oldest, has been working for the company for 13 years, and he actually begged me to come work for me because I didn't want my sons to work for me if they that was not what they really was not in their heart to do. And so my youngest, Evan, graduated from Northwood University with a business degree, and I'm proud to say that I pay for that education. He also got scholarships through Northwood. He worked very hard. But when he graduated, he really thought about, he said, I want to come work for Unlimited Recycling. So I was like, oh, my God, that was the happiest day of my life because how cool it is for a parent to leave a legacy, whatever that legacy is. So my legacy are my sons, and they're both working hard. between Between the two of them, the company can keep going if I'm not here. And I'm building my team, an amazing team in every field of my business. And so I think every owner, every entrepreneur, CEO needs to think about that is when we exit, do we, like you said, do we want to exit vertical or horizontal? I want to exit vertical and I want to run. I want to run to Europe. I want to run to the beach. I want to, and I want my sons to be behind loving what they do and carrying on that legacy and continue to 
mentor our employees and helping our customers and building those relationships that will be lasting. I am, I'm extremely happy that my sons are my legacy. I don't think we could stop at a better place. <laughs> the bells were just the ultimate ending to that story. It was perfect. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you so much. Thank you so much for sharing your story with our audience today. We really appreciated learning from you. And I just know you're going to be wildly successful. Good luck with the finals for EY. I understand the the announcement will be made closer to the end of June for the regional finalists. Yes. And for everyone else who's listening out there today, keep winning. Keep winning. Yeah. Reach for the stars. They're out there for us to grab. The world is ours. Yes. Thank Yours you so especially. much. Thank you, Carrie, for this opportunity and have a uh, wonderful day. Thank you thank so you, much. Thank you, Maria. All right. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Win with Richardson & Richardson. What's important now? We're so glad you've joined us and know you're one step closer to winning big in your business too. We'd love to connect with you outside of the show. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to connect at rnr.consulting. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so you'll easily know when new episodes are available. Until next time, you can win and we're here to help.